Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 147 with Eric Price of Bearded Builders. And this is an awesome conversation because we don't talk about brand a whole lot, but these guys, Eric and his team have carved out a great, very unique brand and they work really hard to live it every day and use it to attract their ideal customers and projects. And I think you'll you'll get a lot out of this conversation. It's very real, very authentic. And I hope that you'll take this and use it as kind of a, a jump off point to think a little bit deeper about your brand, what it stands for, and what you're doing to drive that message to your audience every single day. All right, guys, sit back and relax and enjoy episode 147 with Eric Price. Hey, Eric, glad to have you with me today. What's up, man? How's it going? It's going good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited for the conversation today. Before we get too deep in the weeds, I guess, how did you get into the whole crazy world of construction? Yeah, I grew up in Maryland and my dad has done remodeling his whole life. So me and my three younger brothers grew up having to do remodeling, help with like side jobs and stuff like that and, and do stuff around the house. So not so by we, choice, yeah. Yeah, not, not <laughs> by choice. Yeah, and then moving up to... Uh, Nebraska eight years ago started uh, this company seven years ago and uh, yeah we've been going on ever since yeah that's cool so yeah I'm always curious so, you know like you you made the move kind of I guess part way across the country yeah. was the intent to move and start a business because those are two you know big bigger life events I guess <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 no that was not the plan I had a job working for another contractor at the time then his work was drying up and i was starting to get some side work and then started it really just out of necessity to pay the bills and feed the kids kind of thing and then named it and branded it and then kind of took off from there yeah yeah that's cool i feel like a lot of businesses uh, get formed that way out of necessity or (laughs) or you're kind of like you know, doing something on the side and you're like, oh, this could become the main thing. So I'm curious, you know, you guys have a very unique, I feel like name and brand that you've built up. When you first thought of the name, like what did that process look like? I'm curious if it was like super intentional or it was just kind of like, yeah, that sounds good. And then it evolved. (laughs) Like how did that, how did that start? Yeah, actually it was my wife who suggested the name initially, but she suggested as a joke. And I was like, oh, that, that, that actually is pretty good. I mean, I loved it. I knew I didn't want, we were new to the market and didn't know anybody. You know, I, I didn't have any connections. So I needed to stand out and be different. And I didn't want to be just another remodeling company in town kind of thing. So yeah, so we came up with that and then it, you know, it just kind of worked and it seemed to, uh, to fit and the people were, were attracted to it, I guess. I feel like this space is very unique in that there's 
a ton of family-oriented businesses, ones that have been around for generations. Yeah. And a lot of times it's attached to the name, you know, like right. Johnson Remodeling or whatever it is. And so what has been your experience in kind of carving out a different path saying, hey, I like this sounds a little different. I think it works, you know, but why, why do you think you know, people are drawn to it or like you were new. So you have to carve out this totally new space. But as those first few customers were coming or like, did people comment on it? I'm just curious, like why you think that that actually ended up working? Yeah, it's a good question. And I don't know. I mean, I have guesses, I guess. It's, it kind of positions a, a playful interaction, I guess, initially. It kind of peaks curiosity a little bit we get asked you know a lot of the same questions every time but that the name or brand kind of sparks that that they want to know something a little more and so i think that and just the playfulness of it has has, has made it a little interesting to people and has made it seem like maybe more of a personality than just a name yeah yeah it feels like more approachable, I guess, from, you know, from the outside looking in. And, and also I think your brand is, it feels more modern too, whereas maybe some of the Mm. other names you see are a little more old school or traditional. And I mean, I'm just guessing too, you're closer to it, but I I always think these brand things are really tough. And that's why I'm asking some of these questions because, you know, with like advertising, you can track, you know, things like measure it. Oh, I put this many dollars in, I got this many leads, but brand is extremely powerful if you get it right. But it's kind of, it's a lot of art and a little science, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do. It is weird. I mean, it's, you're, I think what, what's helped is that, I I mean, I have a beard. You're true to the brand. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's more the secret sauce, so to speak, is it's more like authentic, I think. So it's, and I think that's what we've communicated or trying to back up like with our social media and stuff is trying to just show who we are and, you know, more or less just be real and kind of introduce ourselves continually as real, normal people. I mean, yeah. you know, for the most part, but you know, we like what we do and we're not perfect, but we're all trying our best and we love the people we work with. So it, it's, it's kind of a, maybe an invitation to more of a relationship and people can kind of see if like, yeah, that's what I'm looking for or that's not. Yeah. You I know. think you, you hit on like the authentic authenticity piece, I think is, is huge, you know, and today's buyer is looking for that, you know, they want to see right. the people and, you know, before right. they make a decision. So I think, I think that's very true. You said you guys kind of, you, you like what you do. I, I'm curious, like what kinds of projects do you guys do? Has that shifted from where you started eight years ago to what, what you do now? Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, it was, you know, any anyone that will hire us will try to, you know, try to do it, um, yeah. figure it out. And then we eventually narrowed that down to really just like kitchens, baths, and basements. So that's really kind of what our focus has been. Obviously, we, you know, we branch out some, but yeah, it's it's been helpful. It's been helpful for us to kind of learn or begin to specialize more. We get better at those rooms and spaces and our, our craftsmen get better at those spaces. So it's, it's mainly, yeah, mainly kitchens, baths, basements, the, the trio, the trinity. Yeah. yeah I feel like uh, that helps just systems efficiency, like all those things. Yeah. You get. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people think when you go more narrow, 
that you actually are limiting yourself, but I find you actually like you expand your abilities within those circles and yeah, so you can do more yeah. advanced things. I don't know. Have you noticed yeah. that? As you, yeah. Yeah. It's always paradox. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was super scary to do that because we started turning stuff away and yeah, that was, that was frightening, but yeah, it's allowed us to get better at what we do and enjoy it more and create better products and have happier clients and so forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a win for everybody, it seems. Yeah. So thinking back to the kind of those first couple, three years, what are maybe, you know, one or two kind of bigger mistakes that you feel like you made? If, if somebody's out there kind of, they've got a newer business or thinking about starting a business, you know, what, what yeah. should they avoid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, I've made and continue, so many mistakes, but I don't, I mean, I got into it because I don't, I don't know, I didn't know anything about business. And I, you know, you know, every week I'm learning something new that I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I made so many mistakes. A lot of it is for me, what, yeah, I'm not good at, you know, all the important stuff. <laughs> uh, it turns out. I think the, the best thing is just uh, the people you put around you is like, it's just the number one thing always. You know, when it comes to, your employees or coworkers, your team members to your subs, to your clients, even like uh, just you're the guy, you know, they're either going to support you, you're going to do it together, or it's going to be a, uh, a battle. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. That's great advice. I mean, if you have good people around you, like everything else gets easier. And if you're if you're like battling internally, it's like I got enough external challenges that this is just uh, too much work, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. that's great. It remind as you were saying that, it reminds me, I follow a guy in um totally different industry, but he has this saying, which is I could always I could live with myself if a customer said I'm too expensive, but never if they said the product wasn't good or the product was mm. crap or, you know, and I feel like yeah. a lot of that comes back to people, you know, to your yeah, point, yeah, you yeah. know, if you have great people, they want to take care of the customer, like do the right thing, make the project right. right. Yeah. So yeah. it sounds like you may, may have gone through some people or figured that out in those early years and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, a, yeah, it's a tough, it's tough doing business. I mean, a lot of us get into it because we were craftsmen or good at it. And then we, 
start doing this and taking one more and then we're, we're outside of what we know and yeah it gets it gets hairy quick but there's a lot of things like what you guys do that that really that come alongside people like us and help us figure our crap out yeah so so aside from the people aspect i feel like you said you you know you got into it on the obviously the craftsman side and there's all these other angles of the business like sales marketing the finances which one of the like one which one of those other buckets was you think either the biggest challenging or the one that when you finally cracked it you're like oh this solved a lot of my problems yeah i mean i i do think the 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 marketing and branding is is huge because it it seems like when we are communicating or using it well and communicating uh kind of who we are and what we're about then that attracts to us or yeah the one employees who care about the same thing and then clients who are on the same page with us which then makes every everyone happier which is great so i mean i think that and obviously there's always so much to learn and more to do in those arenas it's endless but it's such a i mean we're always with our branding and marketing we're communicating something and we're it's a message that's attracting that's attractive to somebody or some types of people yeah so i think us kind of finding that or beginning to find that or always trying to find uh and stay like true to who we are and our voice and what we care about and why we're doing what we do it allows the rest to happen yeah yeah all right so we we talked about you know a couple of like early lessons you know surrounding yourself with good yeah. people if, yeah, yeah. what do you think have been a couple of like awesome milestones or big wins in your kind of eight-year journey so far yeah i mean every year that we're still business you know it's it a like good thing huge, right <laughs> yeah um yeah I, um that's a good question I, I don't know there's been so many times when it's you know i don't know all hands on deck it seems or you know just hanging on by a thread and trying to make you know living on a prayer to make payroll basically there's so many times when it's taking people doing an extra thing to kind of get us through or get the job done or to solve the problem or just come through to still be here and doing what we're doing is really cool. And yeah, each year that we're still here is amazing. And uh, grateful for that. Every time. So yeah. No. Yeah. Take it one step at a time. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 No, I, I, people, you know, don't, I mean, you're almost at that 10 year, you know, mark and most businesses don't make it that far, you know, believe yeah, it or not, yeah. you know, you see a lot of businesses out there, but you know, statistically, I think it's only like 4% or something make it to a decade. So oh, yeah. Well. well, back to the, to the branding side for a quick second, you know, for those listening that maybe like haven't thought about their brand a whole lot mm. or just how they're unique or some, you know, some of the things we've talked about, like, what message would you you know say to them to kind of like urge them to to at least dive into it and think about like what what the brand means or how to be unique and different because it, it sounds like it certainly benefited you guys but i think it is kind of one of those meaty topics where like it it's hard to kind of figure out your brand and how to live it every day yeah. and communicate it every day so 
what would you say to people listening that they haven't haven't dove down that path super far? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is tough and it, it can often feel like there's no time to do anything like that. It, it does seem like, you, you know, you have your name or your image or your, your posts or whatever it is that you're putting out there. You are communicating something. So it might be good to have thought or intention behind what that is. I really think that that uh, the book Start With Why is a fantastic place to start and just finding who you are and why you're doing what you're doing and then finding ways to, to communicate that. I, yeah, I, I think it's it's important and it could be just hugely beneficial in creating a, uh, a place that you enjoy working with people that you enjoy working with, which is, I don't know, pretty important, I think, and pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's well said. And I like uh, the word you use there, intention, you know, because whether you're posting once a month or you barely have a web presence or you're posting all the right. time, like to your point, either way, you're communicating something to that to that right. person. So yeah, I think that's that's well said. Eric, I've got one last segment of the show here, but yeah, before yeah. I get to that, if people want to check you guys out or find you online or, you know, what's the best way to either get in touch or just find you guys? Yeah, I think it's just Bearded Builders or our Instagram is probably the best. Kelly runs that and she crushes it. And uh, So yeah, that's the best way to find us or beardedbuilders.com. Cool. Yeah, and we'll put those links in the show notes. And if you guys haven't checked out their Instagram, definitely go go hit a follow and, yeah. and get some inspiration on you know how you might apply some of that to your own own brand. All right, Eric. So this last segment, we call it the Fast Five. So I'm going to hit you with five rapid fire questions and wrap it up. First question, favorite business book and why? I would just say that, yeah, start with why. This was, it's, it's been hit me lately. It just, it, it makes so much sense to me as to why I like, what I, you know, the brands that I like. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, was that not fast? I gotta be fast. No, Sorry. no, that's perfect. Yeah, we've, we've right. had some really long answers there. So <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> you're right on target. All right, next question is, who's the most inspirational person in your life? Oh my gosh. Um, I think Don't worry, this is the hardest one. So, you know, my yeah. kids right now, I have five kids, 15 to nine. And yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, just the way that they live life is pretty, it's pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that's a ball every day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or something. Yeah. Something. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, if you could have one superpower, what would that be? <sighs> Flying is, you know, right. That's what everyone thinks. I mean, yeah, flying would be dope shit. Flying would be cool, yeah. Yeah, flying's yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so describe yourself in three words. Oh. I know, I had to hit you yeah. with that last one, yeah. Patient, chill, or calm, maybe. Funny. Nice, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. All right, last question. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would that be? One piece of advice? That's a, wow, that's pressure. One piece of advice, I would just say, uh, we're talking about marketing, so yeah, find your, yeah, find what you're doing this for. Yeah, find what you're doing this for and and do it. Yeah, Yeah, have the North Star, right? Like, where where are you going? Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. I think that like those questions are are the toughest to answer but a lot of times they're the most important so yeah i mean we got a lot there's so much room for improvement in this industry right 
Absolutely. Yeah. There's so there's there's so much room for us all to continue to push. Yeah. Yeah, we can all we can cool. all keep pushing forward. Well, Eric, this is uh, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you spending some time with me and diving into the brand side. I feel like it's something we don't we don't talk about enough and see enough of. So, thanks for carving out some time with me. Yeah, appreciate it. It's an honor, Spencer. Thanks very much. And you guys keep doing what you're doing, helping us out. Cool. Getting we'll do. Better. All right, man. <laughs> thanks. Thank you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Eric. And yeah, some great insight there. I feel like there were there were several takeaways. I'll pull out a couple. One was that intention, you know, and and as he said that word, it really got me thinking. Like I, I look at a lot of websites, a lot of social media profiles out there. And and even if you have a, a a site that's four pages, you know, and you don't have any social media profiles, that is still communicating something to your audience. It's saying, Hey, I've barely got an online presence here. And, you know, I maybe update my site every once in a while. And that and that is communicating something. Versus if you're posting frequently to your social profiles, you're active, you're adding projects to your website, you're educating, you've got blog posts, you've got good information, that is communicating something as well. So I think just use this as a good opportunity to take a look at what you've got out there online. Look at your website, look at your social profiles. And and try to maybe even have some some outside eyes look at those and and say, what is this communicating? And and is that what you want it to be communicating? And, and if it is, awesome, keep doing that. And if it's not, you know, use that as an opportunity to make a shift and make a change. The other thing is, you know, early in the conversation when we talked about uh, brand, he kind of mentioned, you know, playfulness but authenticity. And I think a lot of times in these you know, smaller businesses, you know, I would say a lot of us are in, you know, I think the government qualifies small businesses under 150 million, but smaller local businesses, you know, the brand tends to have a lot of overlap with the owner and the owner's personal, you know, core values or qualities or traits. And and it doesn't have to be a total match, but I feel like there's a lot of overlap. And so he mentioned that brand was really born out of just who he is, you know, and you could see some of the things he described at the end, you know, calm and funny and the brand is playful, but he's, you know, and obviously he's got a beard and so that connected, but you might just think about like, hey, who who are you? What are your interests? What do you care about? And and is there an overlap and authenticity with your company brand and the way you operate and the way you treat customers or take care of them or where you build systems. And so I think that that was another takeaway. And that's something that I think is is always something we all need to be revisiting and something we're always looking at here at Builder Funnel as well is just what are those core values? Are we communicating them enough? Are we living them? Are we actually being true to them? And and how does that bleed over into the experience with our, our clients? So anyway, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that conversation. And Hopefully, I'll take those couple of takeaways and put them into action. And if you guys have been liking the show or following us for a while, I would super appreciate a review over on iTunes or wherever you listen to this. It really helps us spread the word and uh, keep pushing the whole industry forward and build a, a really great community. It's been fun doing this for the past, oh gosh, it's been a little over three years now. And it's just been amazing connecting with a lot of you and starting conversations and hearing what you're up to. So thank you guys for listening, for supporting the show. Would really appreciate a review or just share it with a peer or a colleague, pass it along. And with that, we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. 
And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.